If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. The Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insights, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe, Felix Oledo, the Godfather, Nate Milton, Godfather's in the house. and the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior! Ah! So sit back and relax. Because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks! What's up, everybody? This is First Proof, the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. This is our March 21st edition of 2017. Of Pipe Bomb Radio. I am your host for the night, or if some of you want to say, co-host, along with Mr. Nate Milton. Um, Nate, are you there? All right, I think, uh, as always, we all know how much of a diva Nate is, but he likes to make his grand entrance at some point in time to the ultimate thrill ride, WrestleMania. That's right around the corner, 12 days away, I want to say, to be exact. But on top of that, we also have a very special guest tonight. As seen on NXT recently, Impact Wrestling, and internationally, the one and only Angel Rose. So she will be calling in shortly. Uh, Nate, are you in yet? Nope, I heard beeps. I was just double checking. But it's all good. I can keep you guys entertained. That is exactly what I'm here for. Um, but again, so just uh, the world of wrestling has been just something completely, I mean, it's been unpredictable. We've been sitting here seeing, you know, the authority getting into it with superstars, superstars getting into it with the authority. We have all type of people and everything going around, but we have so much to talk about tonight. And I think our guest is actually calling in. So let's go ahead and check it out. Gonna go ahead and open up the lines if she calls back. Let's see. Angel, are you there? Estoy aquí. <laughs> What's up, Angel? How's it going? Oh, you know, it's going. Just got home from the gym. Had a protein shake. Oh. Now I'm hanging out with my lovely Corgi. <laughs> Man, I tell you what, guys, if this is one person who's got probably one of the coolest dogs in the world, if you're not following her on social media, this dog is just the cutest thing in the world, but I guess, look, 
thank you for coming on. I see you're always working. You're always nonstop. We're waiting for Nate uh, to, to make it on. He's pretty much a, a diva and uh, always likes to make his grand entrance. So he, he likes to come in after our guests because he's just on that level, you know. Ah, uh, understood for sure. Yeah, yeah. So what's, so what's been up? How's everything been going? I mean, I, I've seen it's been a, a really busy last couple of months for you. Yeah, um, a lot's been up. Um, I, uh, well, I was recently, you know, at, a at an NXT taping, which the episode does air tomorrow. You know, I made Uh-oh. a, I made a post. Yeah, it airs tomorrow. I made a post that it aired last week, but they tricked me. So it airs tomorrow. And then I'll be on pop TV for impact wrestling on Thursday. So that's pretty cool. That is awesome. Well, as you got your shows confused last week, at least we were not angelless last week because we were able to see you on Impact, correct? Yep. So talk to us. That's I mean, it. what was that experience like? What was, I mean, right now you've got to, it's, it's got to be a whirlwind that from where you started, which I guess let's go ahead and backtrack a little bit before we start talking about current events for the listeners who mm-hmm. don't know exactly who you are, what your journey is. Tell us about, you know, what, what got you into wrestling your, your your path to where you are now, where where you started training, and, and you know what did you expect when you started? Oh man, wow! What did I expect when I started? I you know honestly, I was just like, man, I hope I'm like physically cut out to do this stuff. <laughs> um, I remember when I had first started wrestling, when I first started training back in like uh, 2008 ish um yeah like 2008 um I remember being like sore every day I remember having like bruises from from running like rope drills and and uh I was like man this sucks but I loved it Mm -hmm. because I always loved wrestling as a kid I remember um I used to live with my grandmother my cousin and my mom and my cousin would always watch Monday Night Raw and I remember, like, walking into the room one day after I, I had, like, showered or something. And he's watching wrestling. And the mm-hmm. second I, like, had my eyes on the TV, it was, like, wrestling just, like, it was so captivating. Like, you know, the stories that they told, like, the moves that they were doing and, like, the heels. As a kid, I always, like, secretly wanted to, like, track <laughs> down, like, all the heels and find them and just, like, tell them how much how much I didn't like them as a kid <laughs> and uh yeah I remember like you know we're gonna fast forward a little bit uh I went to high school and I remember like thinking that I was one of the only people who still watched wrestling and I was like oh you know just watching wrestling like every week and um I remember during like a lunch period overhearing like a group of people talking about like discussing you know Monday Night Raw and I was like oh they're talking wrestling let me just slide on down over here and that's exactly (laughs) what I did um I just you know made friends with people who liked wrestling and we went to events together and um uh one of my friends actually had their little like backyard federation and stuff like I know that stuff looked down upon but like everybody starts somewhere right (laughs) Yeah, right. So, I, mean, I, I started in my living room and in my bedroom, you know. I mean, there you go. I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I uh, So, yeah, that's uh, that's where the origin is from. I started jumping around on mattresses in my friend's backyard, and, and I thought 
like I was having the time of my life. <laughs> and then right. and then in high school I knew someone who was training professionally. This guy's like a brother to me. I actually call him my brother to to everybody. Yes, yeah. Um as guy you you know him Max Stardom. Yep, yep, exactly. Yep. Sure do. That's the guy. So uh you know, I linked up with him and I was like, "Hey man, I want to do what you're doing. Show me." And he's like, "Okay." So he would pick me up from my house because I was like, what, 16, 17, I didn't have a car. He'd pick me up from my house every weekend. And we'd drive up about like 30, 40 minutes away from where I lived. I drove from Miami to Coral Springs to train every weekend. And, yeah, the rest is history. <laughs> that is, Pretty much. That is unbelievable, man. That is unbelievable. You know, And, and, and it's so funny because everybody's got a different story on starting and and, you know, it's, it's so funny because I hear it time after time. It's, it, it just seems as we grow up, wrestling becomes frowned upon or it's not the cool thing to watch because it's su- such a shocker when you're sitting there out in public or you're hanging out with a group of people and you hear somebody talking about wrestling or they, they, they say something of, you know, a wrestling punchline or they, they mimic right. something. And for that instant, you're like, hey, you watch wrestling? Did we just become <laughs> best friends? Yes, we did. Awesome! Like it's just it's just a rare commodity, and you know, and, it, and, it, and I'm hoping this works out the way I want. But but it's kind of like the same way I met our co-host tonight, Nate Milton, who should be on, right? Nate, <laughs> yeah, there what, he is. What is going on, brother Cruz? What's up, Nate Milton? How's it going, man? Just hanging out here with Angel Rose. We're waiting for you to to make your. Of course. Yeah, belated, honestly, I was expecting entry. like a drum roll or like some sort of epic trumpets for like your entrance, but you yes. know, it's all good. And, and you know, and you the, of all people should know the importance of making a big entrance and a big impact. So I had to <laughs> maximize my time here. <laughs> yeah, look, he, he waited. He waited quietly, patiently. I, I, I had that feeling, you know, <laughs> brother Nate. I knew you'd come. And he did. He did as always. He does not disappoint. So, man, Nate, look, I'm, I'm glad you can join us. We're hanging out. Hopefully you got got a little bit of uh, Angel's backstory. What you think, man? Pretty Absolutely. impressive or what? Definitely, definitely. And, and like I was saying, she definitely made an impact on uh, Impact Wrestling this past weekend. Continuing kind of where Alex was going, I'm wondering, who were some of your favorites growing up watching wrestling? Oh, man. Some of my favorites? Oh man, I was like, I like back in the day. I used to watch like TNA and WWE. So like, I was a huge fan of like the Hardy Boys. Um, mm. You know, like I, I love like Amazing Red, like Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin. Yeah. You know, a lot of like the exhibition guys are just people who did things that like really like caught my attention like my favorite wrestlers like you know like like and I was always like gravitate to like Rey Mysterio or like Lita ever since I saw Lita with that tattoo on her shoulder and doing moon pulse, I was like that's it <laughs> this, is, this is great this is this is what I want this is amazing so yeah man you know just people like that like anybody who could like you know cruiser weights anybody who can do like you know just Really sick, cool stuff are like the people mm. I gravitated to. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. You know, when you when you have those moments and you find those superstars that you can just relate to, and you find that interest 
you know, I mean, growing up, I mean, I knew I was never going to, you know, Andre the Giant wasn't going to inspire me because, I mean, I'm probably the size of his foot. But when 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 you look at guys like Ray Mysterio, when you look at guys like Ray Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, people Chris Benoit, guys who inspired me, that's like the same the same way that you look at it. And the the craziest thing is, I think it's so much harder for women to 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 make it in the business and and to literally stand out because you have to find something that is going to separate you from from the rest. I mean, we went through. We went through the beginning stages of, of women's wrestling to let's look into the, the, the generation of the 2000s era where, you know, you have Trish oh. Stratus and Lita. Mm-hmm. But then towards the back end, we started getting to that diva era where you had, you know, more of the pretty preppy ones that, you know, were just kind of thrown in there because you had lingerie matches. And then that's when the women, with all due respect, weren't really taken seriously. But then now, now in the present time, I'm I'm a guy who I truly have a passion and love for women's wrestling because they are doing things they're they're breaking ground. Obviously, anytime you talk about current women's wrestling, you're talking about Sasha Banks and you're talking about Bailey and Charlotte. But look at women that aren't in WWE. You're looking at, you know, Taya from Lucha Underground, or you're you're looking at at Sexy Star and 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 uh, oh man, it's it's killing me right now. I'm, I just had her in my head. Um, Cobra Moon, uh, help me out here. But Thunder Rosa, you know, women like that that are just making waves throughout the independent scene. You have Asuka from Japan that came out, and you know, you know, Angel. Obviously, you are you're someone who not only wrestles women, but you are I like to say a subject matter expert when it comes to women's wrestling against men because you've been in multiple matches with uh, people such as Lince Dorado and Ar Fox. What what is what is that like for you now? Now, not only you know wrestling women, but you're you're in there with some of the top talent in in, in you know in the male side of wrestling. Right, and you know what? Um, I truly believe that that like just that like fearless and that like just tenacity comes from being at practice. I was pretty much the only girl. Given my height and size, I'm uh, just about 5'2 and like three quarters or like, you know, something like that. And um, every time one of the guys wanted to like, you know, try a new finisher or just try a move, guess <laughs> who they would just grab by the back of the neck and just like do things on? Yeah, me. <laughs> so... <laughs> Being the only girl at practice, like, uh, just all the guy, and like, I don't know, I feel like that is what really molded me, honestly, um, just being at practice with the guys, and honestly, uh, eh, for me personally, I think, honestly, it was my backyard experience, too, because, you know, mm. I was trying to do, like, cool moves back there and stuff, so, um, th- and that just, like, toughened me up, so, um, you know, having matches with people like... uh Lindsay or A.R. Fox, I was, I was never um, intimidated or anything. I was like, okay, let's uh, let's let's show everybody what you got. Let's show them that you can hang with the boys. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. never, I never like second guessed anything. I I just was like, okay, it's time to prove yourself against you know guys like this. So, so yeah. Yeah, and I mean, from what I recently saw, you were also. 
I can't remember if you uh, you had a match uh, against Brian Cage. Was that? I can't remember if it was uh, a tag <laughs> match or. It was. But, it was a tag match at Fest Wrestling uh, in Gainesville, which is honestly one of my like favorite promotions to work because the crowd is just electric and they they, yeah. they they're so giving and and they're just so easy like to satisfy it's it's amazing um that I, I know you, was <laughs> you didn't give up too much size to Brian Cage I know he's just a little bit bigger than you are but uh, just a but little bit oh, I a, yeah just a little yeah. bit <laughs> well, I had a flex off I had a flex off of Brian Cage and it was great <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it was me and uh, Shane Strickland, aka Killshot from Lucha Underground, and uh, we went against Sammy Callahan and Brian Cage. It was uh, they were doing a yeah a tag team tournament. So yeah, we did not pass the first round, but it's okay because that, that was that was crazy. Um, the one thing I do remember in that match was uh, I went for a satellite ddt mid spin brian cage just like stops me and just throws me back up in the air as if i was like a sack of rice and i was like okay but thank goodness thank goodness while i was upside down shane strickland like kicked him in the face i landed right on him for the pin didn't get the win but you know at least i didn't like die or something so that was insane like like i think my like my torso, like the his leg is like the size of my torso. He's, the guy's ridiculously like strong and like when he tells you guys that he's a machine, like it's it's not a gimmick, it's not a work, like the dude is a machine. Like he's not human. Like it's mm. crazy. <laughs> Man, I'm sure when he well, threw you up in there you pretty much grazed the moon or something. I mean you probably per, felt, per, felt out of much. space, almost got caught into gravity. Yeah, you're probably up there for a while. I, I think I have a sample of the moon with me too. Like it's like the guy is a freak of nature, man. Oh, uh, well, well, you know, Angel, you talk about you know fearless or insane or tough words like that, and that brings me back to uh, Impact this past week because one of the guys I used to love watching growing up, whether it was WCW or TNA later on, was Conan. And I'm wondering what what it's been like working with uh, K Dog. Man, working with K Dog, honestly, it's unreal because of the man that he is. He's a legend in like this wrestling lucha world. Like, it, honestly, like every time I'm just next to him or he feeds me like knowledge, it's it's an an honor. It's this it, it's unreal because like like I I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm like so like humble and I'm like man here here's me and like Conan like the guy's a legend so every every second that I get to speak to him or or like just sit next to him while he's watching some matches and stuff and just listen what he has to say about it it's 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 a gift and a blessing because like and the guy is like amazing like he he's very straight up he keeps it 100 just like he says in his podcast like <laughs> it, like Conan is gonna let you know how he feels, and you're gonna hear it from him, like nobody else. The dude is just straight up, and he's 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 great. He's he's filled with knowledge. He's been around people like Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, all the like top lucha guys you could ever think of. You know what I mean? 
Mm. So honestly, it's a blessing. Like, it's a blessing. And I say that every day. Somebody asks me, I'm like, man, it's a blessing. You know, one of the things I wanted to find out was what, what was your mindset when you found out they wanted you to be the female member of LAX? I mean, what, what, how did that feel? Because obviously this isn't just a group that was just put together. Obviously there was a lot of history back in, in the day. I know a lot of people, you know, have been talking about, hey, you know, is LAX going to be the same without Hernandez? But, you know, obviously getting in there against the K and then just – I mean, I saw what you did. The whole world probably saw what you guys did. You made a statement, but I mean, you are, you are the female of the group. I mean, what I, the it's, the longevity and just kind of like the long term idea of that it means a lot because I mean, obviously, you, you technically are are being added in some shape, way, or form to that women's division. I mean, how do you yep. how did you feel when you were approached with that? I mean, what was yeah, I mean, it, it had to kind of take you by surprise. Did you know it was coming? Took me by surprise is the understatement. <laughs> it, <laughs> it it felt unreal. It still feels unreal. Watching myself last week debut, you know, make a statement at Impact was unreal. Like, I remember when, like, I got the phone call or, you know, I was I was on my way home uh from work and it was like a bright sunny day and I was driving on the highway and all of a sudden I started thinking I was like LAX pretty pretty big pretty historic group and now they want me to be a part of it it was it it was so surreal like I I shed a tear and like <laughs> and like I just screamed out of my window just screaming for like 20 seconds, like, like Ric Flair, like just, woo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, <laughs> with a, with a yeah. huge, huge smile on my face. Like sometimes I still don't believe it's real, but you know, like when I'm there and stuff, I'm like, well, it's, it's time to rock and roll now. Like I'm here. So yeah. it's, it's real. Even if I don't feel it, it's, it's real. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, and it's pretty awesome because, you know, anything that you saw on social media that Impact had posted, you know, that was being shared, photos and images from the night before, it was you just front and center, you know, throwing up the LAX symbols. It's like it wasn't nobody else. It was just Angel Rose, bam, right there, LAX symbols, just the front, basically, hey, LA, LAX returns, but it's your picture. So not only, you know, did you guys make an impact – not only did you guys come back bigger and better, not only did they add a girl to, well, excuse me, a female to LAX, but the the, the poster woman of the group is front and center. So it's just, I, I mean, that, that, I mean, as a friend, that just was awesome to see. And, I mean, just I can only imagine, you know, how you're feeling about it. So, I mean, it, it is just awesome to see, and I'm sure – there's big things to come in the future, correct? Oh, man, absolutely. And can I be honest with you for a quick second? Go for it. Like, my biggest issue, like, my biggest, like, nitpick for myself is, like, working the camera. So I had that mm. in the back of my head, and I was like, well, you know, time to make a name for myself let's <laughs> front and center let's work this camera like you said you were gonna like do you know what i mean so yep. 
that's literally what I had in the back of my head. And I had my, uh, my trainer's voice in the back of my head saying, all right, kid, go get yourself over and make a name for yourself. You got it. Where's the camera? (laughs) And I think you very well did that because you own that camera. Everybody else scattered, like, you know, just, you know, just kind of like poof. Everybody went off to the sides, and there you were front and center. And I, I was just like, look at that. That is called taking advantage of an opportunity when those ropes were just wide open. There you go. I couldn't have said it better awesome. myself. <laughs> awesome. Well, Angel, one of the things that I really love about TNA, and it's something I've liked about the company for a while is that this is not a company that just sticks to, you know, straight vanilla flavor, so to speak. You know, vanilla's cool, but you can't have vanilla all the time. You need some variety in your life. And, and oh, yeah. anybody, that watched, anybody that watched the show this past week, man, not only did they see LAX, uh, but they saw uh, Garza Jr. and Laredo Kid from Crash. They saw Alberto El Patron, obviously. Uh, so I think they got this really great mix of styles and people from all over the world. Uh, what is it like being in uh, Impact Wrestling now? Oh man, like being there is is surreal because you know, like as a kid or, or like as a like a teenager, I'd I'd watch TNA. You know, AJ Styles came from there, Samoa Joe, you know, all these like you know Christopher Daniels, Austin Aries. Mm. It's like, man, you know, and like getting to wrestle in like a six sided ring that like I only like saw on TV and never pictured myself mm. in ever. Um, it's amazing, and even like the locker room, everybody is really cool like it's 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 like i said all this is surreal because i feel like it's just happening so fast so just just being like in the locker room with all those guys and all these girls who have like experience and stuff um i i just you know hang out with them and like try to like be a sponge and soak up as much knowledge as i can and you know just be courteous to everybody and it's pretty cool so really, it's a really cool like work environment. Sometimes it doesn't. I'm telling you, sometimes it doesn't feel real because of how like cool everything is. You know what I mean? Mm, so yeah, so yeah, it's pretty pretty surreal being at Impact because you know, like I said, I'd watch it when I was a a teenager, and to be there now, it's like the 16, 17 year old me is mm. like <laughs> alive and well again. I like I get so giddy, I get emotional. Like it's it's crazy, it's crazy. And it's it's a really great time to be in the company, you know. Just speaking from a fan's perspective, because there's so much attention now with Jeff Jarrett coming back, with Dutch Mantel back in the company, Bruce Pritchard on TV, uh, you know, great people like EC3 and Bobby Lashley and and Rosemary in the, in the Knockouts division. Like I think Impact Wrestling is a company that is on the upswing, and I think LAX is going to be a big part of that. You know, I believe so too. Like I. Honestly, I obviously I had never been there before, but just being there, like like uh, the atmosphere, everybody seemed like they were on the same page. Everybody seemed like they were hungry for success. Everybody wants to, you know, like bring the company up. So I feel like they've got the right talent and like you know the like a good solid locker room where everybody's on the same page and we want all the same things. So I feel like it could work. And, like, I I think Impact is on its way to do great things, to be honest with you. You know, and especially with guys in there like Conan and you got, like, you know, obviously Jeff Jarrett. Like, I think, I think they're, you know, I think they're on the right path. 
That's awesome. Yeah, so so with with that being said, one of the things I want to find out is so right now you have all this happening, all these different opportunities kind of headed your way. Let's talk about some dream matches here. I'll always oh. like to get someone's perspective. So give me you can you can have one or two uh, of each because I'm going to give uh, you dream three matches. matches that, dream matches slash dream matches that you would like to have in your future with any current superstar. So you can give me a dream match from the past. Yeah, let's do that. Dream match from the past, dream match from the future with female and male wrestlers. Ready? Go. Oh, man. Have you ever got it a, a quadruple-sided question? Because I think I just made history. Man, man, you really put me on the spot here. And I feel like I don't have enough time to think about this. <laughs> like, oh, but, um, we got but, time. <laughs> um, let's see. A dream match for the future. I'd like to have, like, a three-way match with, like, me... Sasha Banks and like Oscar. Oh, you know I think that'd be cool. I'd I'd love to wrestle like um, Ember Moon sometime in the future. Uh, Maybe like Gail Kim. You know people who like, you know people who paved the way for me. You know what I mean? Like, um, what else? What else? I kind of want to throw some guys in there too because. You know how I do. Um, oh, you know that. Hey, that's what I said. Give me, give me a, a dream match with the future with women, a dream match of the past, and then one of the same with it with males. So knock yourself oh, out. Oh man, a dream match in the past. I definitely love to wrestle. Like again, because I can't pick one. It has to be like a three way or something. Me, Lita, Trish Stratus. Mm. Yep. Nice. Very nice. Like you know what I mean. Uh, oh yeah, else? yeah. I'd like to. I'd like to wrestle Victoria. Yes, that would be good. That'd be a really good match. That'd be a really good match. Um, who else? I I don't know. You guys have any like suggestions too? Like, oh man, you know, I think, you know, you and so and so would have like a killer match, or I don't know. You guys have any like fantasy bookings or anything like that? Females. Mm-hmm. Huh. Or if you can book me. Again, whoever, whoever, like, Taya. you know, like I said, Taya. fantasy booking. Taya. Taya? That'd be a good one. Taya. Yes, ma'am. Taya would be, Sounds I dope. think you and Taya would have a killer match because she is making waves of her own, and that would be a very nice one to watch. Mm. Sweet. I'll keep that in mind. Make sure I uh, oh. post about it so it can happen. Oh, believe me, I- yeah, I think it's, you know, I think I happen to know some people who might be able to make that happen, you know, but hey, we'll, we'll look at that, you know, maybe into the future, you know, we'll see. Uh, but, okay, I see where you're going with this. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, th- th- there's me winking over here, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, Oh, I saw it through the mail. phone, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the wink. I did see it. <laughs> mm. So you're... Your male dream match. So who would you, your male of the past and male of the future that you would like to wrestle? If I could, I would love to wrestle Eddie Guerrero. Of course. Mm. 
if I could. Um, the future, man. Uh, jeez. I'd like to have a rematch with Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, I want to have a, re- a rematch with Lindsay because he beat me the first time. So I want to see if I can, you know, get one back up on him. Very nice, very nice. Nate, you got anything else for? Yeah, I, I guess I'll ask you the question we used to ask uh, Brother Cruz when he was a guest on the show before he became a co-host. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm wondering what's the best piece of advice, whether it's wrestling or life, that that you've been given so far. There are no shortcuts. Nothing Mm. beats hard work. Okay. Nothing. It's not who you know. It's not what you know. Imagine, like, I like to compare myself or just, like, just mentally, right? I like to compare myself to people who are in the Olympics because if you think about it, they train every single day of their lives at one thing because they want to be the best at it. They want the gold medal and they're not going to settle for anything else. Right? So if you, if you hone your craft and you train or think about it or watch a match or just, you know, practice, train, work out, eat right. You know, like if you do these things every day, how can you fail? Mm. You know what I mean? You're you're doing this every day. You're pretty much like a doctor. You know what I mean? Like who studies and became a doctor. Uh, why? Why? How do they become a doctor? Because they they studied every damn day. They did what they had to do. You know what I mean? Right. So it's literally like the like everything is within an arm's reach. It's up to you to see it and take it. There's opportunities all around. There's always somebody who's going to be there to fill that spot. Work hard. Work on your craft. You know, do what you love. Find that one thing you're good at and stick to it. Because like I said, if you do something every day, how can you fail? Yeah, you're right. Amen. That's awesome. It's like, uh, it's like that great quote from Sister Act 2, because everything in life can be related back to Sister Act 2. Oh, I uh, <laughs> You know, when 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 the, when the uh, Whoopi Goldberg's talking about being a writer, and she's you know gives that quote about uh, you know if you wake up and the only thing you think of is being a writer, then you're a writer. And and I think that you know you, like you said, you put hard work together with passion. And yes, you might face obstacles. Yes, you might face setbacks. But ultimately, I think you're going to reach your goal. Absolutely, because everybody's got a story. Like you know, and there's always somebody out there who has it worse than you. Like. If I break down, if I start telling you guys my story from start to end, we'll hang up tomorrow morning at 7. Like, I've been through my share of crap. Like, like nothing was given to me. Nothing for me was easy. Like, I just don't portray that. You know what I mean? I just per- portray, like, strength and confidence. So, you know, like, you, you have your downtime. You know, things aren't going well. But, you know, you can't show everybody your weaknesses. So, you know, nothing's easy, so you, you just got to want it, man. That's pretty much it at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. Got to you know, want it. Amen to that. 
Now, here's here's one question that I've never asked, and, you know, I think it'll be fun. And, hey, I'm I'm all about being fair, so if you give one, I'll give one. But what, to date, is your most embarrassing moment that you've had in a wrestling ring? Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, ending it on a positive note. Jeez, <laughs> and most embarrassing moment in a wrestling ring. You, you know, honestly, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I'm probably gonna like go with my most recent one because I can't like remember anything too far back. Is when I went for that like what was I what was I doing when I went for that tope on Robin, you know, at that last elevate show, yeah. and I kind of like <laughs> ate crap. And the whole crowd went, oh, and I was like, damn it! <laughs> Look, man, I'm it was it was one of those for a second, it was but then I got those, them back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was, dude, it was it was one of those suicide dives. You see the jump, and it was a little bit of a hesitate, and she basically like, hung over like a pinata, man, just boom. And, uh, oh yeah. no! Look, okay, so yeah, so look, everybody, you, everybody you thought one. I was out, but I was totally fine. <laughs> I think the only one. The only one who knew that I was okay and like totally fine was, uh, you know, John Cruz. Right, <laughs> right. He was like, "Oh, she's yeah, good. Well, guy. She's good. No worries." Everybody else was like, "Look, I, I thought I died." <laughs> I can top that one. So let, let's let's make you let's make you definitely feel like that's nothing because obviously it was. But so my for for the company that I that I started training with, I I, I finally get my debut match. You know, a year. A year and some change, probably like a year and two months later, I finally get like my first one-on-one singles match. So before before the match, I sat there, I was getting ready, stretching, take a bottle of water, dump it down my head, you know, and just, you know, shook it off, got myself ready. Well, I go out, music hits, I'm feeling it, crowd, boom. So, you know, I get in the ring and I go hit one corner, I go hit the other corner, and I'm looking around. And I'm like, why are people like, you know, we're in the match. Why are some people putting their hands over their, their their mouths and giggling? I'm like, what is going on? I was like, I, I was like, people. Some people are cheering. Some people are laughing. There's a lot of pictures being taken. I'm like, man, you know, I mean, we didn't really announce this debut like this. I mean, <laughs> I was like, I'm wondering what's going on. You know, why why all this is happening? Well. I get to the back locker room and let's fast forward to the pictures that I see online later that night. When I dumped the water in my head, I was wearing like a light gold gear at the time with some black flames and some white flames. Well, that water went right down my back. So I had a nice wet spot on my ass crack that looked like, you know, I either that that either something happened during the match and I number two or who knows what happened. But I had a big old wet spot on my butt on my debut match for the company that I was going to be with. Talk about so embarrassing, and I'm like, oh my god! So look, I got heat for that for probably the next few months, for the next few uh, months to come. You know, making sure like, hey, you better make sure you don't wear, you don't friggin' poop yourself again. Oh yeah, thank you. Ah, uh, shut up. You know, so damn, yeah. you were that guy. Remember, you were that guy for a couple months. I was, and remember, oh. people, this is this is the life lesson that I'm gonna leave you with tonight. If you think you've got it bad, there's always somebody out there that has it just that much worse. <laughs> Amen to that. So look, 
But other than that, look, we completely enjoyed our time with you. We don't want to keep you too much more, but we always give everybody the opportunity at the end of the segment. So tell us where we can find you. Plug all your social media, next upcoming events. Go ahead. Sweet. All right. So you can follow me on Instagram as rosesred underscore XO. Appreciate you. You can follow me on Twitter as Save the Roses. That's Save the underscore Roses. And yeah, next uh, next place you can find me is Mania Week. So Thursday, I'll be at Orlando City Wrestling uh, at Guilt Nightclub. Friday, I'll be at Queens of Combat, another one of my favorite promotions. I love the work. Um, and then, you know, I'm hanging out. And then the next time you can see me is at Lucha Mania down in Fort Lauderdale, Ronin Pro Wrestling in Fort Lauderdale as well. And that's, uh, that's it for now. Appreciate you guys. No, we definitely appreciate you, Nate. Hey, this was, this has been fun. And, and, uh, we, we definitely want to catch up with you again down the road to see what big things you're doing then. And, uh, see if you have any other embarrassing stories like the, Oh, man, I can't wait. I hope I, I have a couple of embarrassing stories to tell. I can't wait. Let's see where this journey takes me. <laughs> but, yeah, All man, right. it's, well, it's been a pleasure, guys. Yes, definitely. We appreciate everything. Take care of yourself. Stay healthy, and hopefully I'll see you around soon. And uh, hopefully the listeners get to have you back on the show down the line in 2017. So have a good night. Take care of yourself. Same. You too, man. Take care. See you later. Bye, everybody. All right, thank you. Nate, I tell you what, man, another good interview, another awesome guest, and another time where I had I was a little nervous because you left me hanging at the beginning of the show, but I was like, you know what, this, he's testing me. So I went and I just sat there and did my best. So, and now we're here. Hey, are you booking, you know what I mean? You, you, you don't know if your partner's going to show up and then right at the crucial point in the match, Ricky Morton shows up and Robert can make the hot tag. <laughs> yeah. I think this was uh, more like Robin without Batman here. So it was even worse. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, how you doing this week, brother? Dude, I've been I've been good, man. I've been really good. You know, just uh you know, a lot of preparation. I got Mucha Lucha Atlanta this coming uh weekend, so just I've been training and in, in, insanely hard in the gym. Uh, you know, we, we, we finally got our performance center going out here and, you know, we got a new, new group of trainees and, you know, we're all able to, to get in there and share the, the love of, of wrestling that we all have and hopefully building some future stars. And, you know, I mean, dude, it's, it's been fun, man. You know, just, I feel like just, you know, I'm, I'm a big guy when it comes to just like signs and numbers and, and different things and horoscopes and just, just kind of like the, 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 the rule of faith, man, when, when, when things just all start clicking and you just become in sync with the world, man, I feel like everything has just been going good, man. You know, just I'm thankful. I'm blessed. I'm healthy. Uh, I had a couple of weeks to just kind of relax with, with my family and my wife and my kids. And, you know, I've just been able to just kind of enjoy it all. And, and, and now I'm, I'm getting ready for a, for a big weekend and a huge completely book month of April. And so, Everything's been good over here, man. How about yourself? What's what's been good with you? Uh, I've been doing good, brother. It's been a 
crazy uh, couple of weeks for me as well. Uh, got the uh, nine to five working, but then also all the podcasts, which this is a busy time of the year with not only WrestleMania, but the NCAA tournament. So uh, that's been keeping me pretty busy. Uh, but yeah, man, between watching basketball, watching wrestling, and then actually going to work, uh, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, man, you know, in wrestling again, man, from the last time we talked to where we are now, it's just things just keep popping up over and over again. And to, to know we still have a good solid, uh, a good solid week left before WrestleMania. Um, I know it's 12 days, but I'm talking about another, now that SmackDown's over with, we have an, one more solid week of, of, of Raw and SmackDown shows. You know, I mean, what, what's what's your thoughts, man? I mean, it's been pretty crazy lately. I'm I'm definitely more interested in this year's show than last year's WrestleMania. Oh, of course. Uh, I, I like last year's uh, Road to WrestleMania. I wasn't too hyped on, and then when we actually got to the show, it was uh, it wasn't the best WrestleMania. Everybody was hurt. I think. Uh, <clears throat> This year, I think we'll have a better show. Uh, I've liked a lot of the build-up to these matches, and yeah, uh, but I think it'll be a much more fun show than the uh, than the WrestleMania we got last year. Like, there, there's a couple matches I'm really looking forward to. Like, I think if they give Neville and Austin Aries more than ten minutes, like that could steal the show right there. Oh, I hope so, man. I that. I am so excited. Finally, I think I think from the last it's crazy what what 2 weeks does, man, since we last talked because we're last time we talked, we're talking about Gallagher and people still kind of like, eh, with the with 205 and the Cruiserweights, but 2 weeks later, I think the crowd's been behind 20 Cruiserweights. I think they're invested in Austin Aries and and in uh Neville. Dude, it, I mean, hey, when you think you're at the Neville level, there's another level higher, and that's the A double level, and I'm so excited to see this match. So, like the no offense to the, any of the other guys in the division, uh, but Austin Aries is one of the few guys in the cruiserweight division that can be considered a star. Like he's somebody that yes. reaches through the TV screen and makes you want to watch him. Agreed. Yes. Yeah, and and dude, it's just. He has that star quality and that star power and that presence, and I just think the whole way they built that up, I mean, Austin Aries can do it all. I mean, he could perform in the ring. He could perform on the mic. He, you know, you can be, he's believable, you know, and it's just everything he does is just he, – he is the greatest man that ever lived, you know. It's, 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 it's great to see that, that now we're starting to see a little bit more of an investment into the Cruiserweight division and 205 Live. Um, do, 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 hopefully, Austin has – a much longer, lengthier career in WWE because I don't think he, his skill and his his talent level should be completely restricted to just the cruiserweights because that man can get in there with anybody. So um, I'm I'm just hoping there's nothing but progression with with uh, his future. But I think that match is going to be one of the top matches of the night in WrestleMania. I agree, and you know you're talking about a show where as of this week, as of uh, Tuesday night slash about to be Wednesday morning. Uh, We've got 12 matches on the card. So, again, get some sleep the night before. Maybe set up a pot of coffee uh, during the pre-show. But, like, outside of a couple matches on this card, I think for the most part we've got some really interesting matchups. Like, there's a couple that I don't give a damn about one way or the other, like the, the Raw tag team match. 
But for the most part, I think there's some really interesting matchups on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, speaking about tag teams, you know, we just had a title change tonight on SmackDown, and we don't know what's going to happen with WrestleMania. So, yeah, I mean, as far as the, the, the matches already on the card for WrestleMania, I mean, it's, it's stacked. It's stacked, especially between two brands. Yeah, and I think um, as of right now, I think maybe I'd give the slight edge to Raw in terms of which brands got the better matches on WrestleMania, but it's it's close. Like, I think even Shane and AJ, which is a match that I, honestly, if we're being 100% real, keeping it 100, like Conan would say, uh, I think AJ <laughs> probably deserves a better matchup, but I still think that match is going to be fun. Right. Yeah, I, totally I still think it's going to be a fun match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's I don't take anything away from it because, I mean, AJ Styles is a man who can get in there with anybody and, and have a five-star match. Shane McMahon has already built his legacy as just a guy who doesn't care. He's going to put his body through everything, and he's, he's going to just do crazy out-of-the-wall things. So if he's got to take a risk or take some chances, I think he's going to lay it all on the line in WrestleMania. And, I think that match very well could be a sleeper. You know, a lot of people are just in there, oh, you know, it's, it's, you know, AJ deserves better and blah, blah, blah. But AJ has had one of the best years in professional wrestling that anybody could have. And I think everybody thinks it's just a big step back. I really don't think so. Because I, I think the buildup right now to this match is much better than an AJ Styles buildup to Bray Wyatt, where it's just kind of like, oh, you know, you just win – you win a match, and now you're going to have a little bit of heat. With It's not really that personal. But I think now it's become personal, and I really think that it's got a lot of potential. I mean, I'm, I'm more excited to watch AJ Styles and Shane McMahon than I am to see Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> that hey. match, like, yeah. I, that, <laughs> again, I don't know what it is, because I like both, both workers. But that matchup right. doesn't excite me. Uh, you know, I, I kind of feel – I understand where you're coming from again, ladies and gentlemen. I, I say this every show. I'm, I'm going to start seeing if I could just make this as a part of the permanent intro. But, again, we were talking from our opinions, our points of view, also as fans. So if anybody gets offended or just gets butt hurt because a worker is talking about this, hey, cash me outside. How about that? So, anyway <laughs> – Hey, 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 don't don't go don't go around burning anybody's house down. We 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 don't need those problems. <laughs> oh, I'm not. But I, <laughs> I, I truly think okay, so so look at tonight, right? You know, tonight on SmackDown, you got Randy Orton versus Baron Corbin. You just have Randy Orton, I I just don't think that oh man, I, you know, and, and and this isn't just you know, I I'm not saying this again, it's opinion, but I'm not saying that he's not at main event level, but I think with the talent that WWE has brought in, he is definitely being overshadowed by a lot of other names in the business to where I don't think that that championship spot should be held by him because there could have been more personal rivalries and, and I, you know, with Bray Wyatt. Now, I think the angle's good, and I, I see where they're going with this, but I think if Randy Orton wants to validate you know, his case in that picture – he needs to bring his very best to WrestleMania and, and blow people away. Like he literally needs the, the, the match of his life to come, you know, this, you know, in, in 12 days to validate his case that, you know, Hey, I still belong up here at the top. 
because there's just a lot of new talent that can do many different things and that we haven't seen before. So you, you, you're, you're, you're fighting against fresh new faces with this uncanny ability where Randy Orton still has the ability to put on great matches, but Again, you know, it's just one of those things that I mean. Hey, I'm 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 still I'm more excited about this John Cena and Nikki Bella match with Miz and Maurice <laughs> than than, than hey. Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. You know, so don't let don't let Felix yeah. hear you say that. Ah, Felix Schmelix. You know what? He's uh, I'm I'm over his 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 C Nation hate. Okay, so <laughs> wait wait till he comes back. We're gonna have a little bit of Alex Cruz versus Felix Olmedo when it comes to Cena, and and, and we're gonna see what happens. Last, last, last host standing. So we're gonna have calling you out to a match, Felix. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that that Orton Bray match though is like on paper it should be really good, but Bray's yeah, the guy. Yeah. Bray's the guy, and this is no disrespect to him. He's kind of like Dean Ambrose for me, where I really like the character, but for some for whatever reason, a lot of times he's big. T- Hope this doesn't end up being another one of those big time Bray Wyatt matches that just doesn't click. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I I totally understand. You know, and I see where you're coming from. It's just one of those things, man. You know, it's it. it again, I think right now, if if you talk, if we're okay, well, you made a comment earlier that you think that Raw has slightly the upper edge on the WrestleMania card, but I think SmackDown currently has the upper edge on the interest card because I am totally interested in seeing what's going on with AJ Styles and, and, and Shane McMahon. I am very interested seeing, you know, I've been very interested in, in waiting to see how Bray Wyatt was going to respond after Randy Orton burnt the temple of sister Abigail down. So I think the buildup has been great. And I think that what they've been doing has been great, but now, it's like, okay, the storylines are there, but are the matches going to deliver? Uh, that, that's the question, though. And, and I, the reason I said, to me, Raw was more interesting at this point at least is because we've got at least two matches where the buildup is good, and I know the matches are going to be good, and that's Neville, Aries, and Jericho and Owens. Like, you could throw those guys in in the blender and just, you know, set it on high, and, and you're going to come out with a great match. Uh, right. So I think those two matches will be great. One. Uh, another one that I'm really interested in, and I never thought I'd say this, is Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Like, I think the way they've built this up, it, it, it really has me interested because, A, I wonder how the match is going to play out, and do we finally get that Roman Reigns heel turn, and B, what physical condition is Taker going to be in by the time we get to Mania? You're right. I mean, you know, it, it was so funny. So let me ask you your take. When when did you watch Raw Monday, right? Yeah. So what went through your mind when Taker turned his back on Reigns and choke slammed Bray, and then you saw him make that face like, "Oh shit!" Did you? Was that the? Oh man, I don't feel like getting speared. Or oh crap, I yeah. turned my back on Roman Reigns, and I know a spear's coming. <laughs> I mean, you, if they're really creative, yeah, if they're really creative, they can say after the fact that yeah, he he knew he made a mistake by turning his back on Roman. But I, I'm with you there, Alex. As soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, this is the dude that's getting up there that doesn't want to take this spear. I mean, I I, I in my mind, I I. I <laughs> 
I literally sat there and said, oh, man, he just made a mistake. But you wouldn't think that after all these years, The Undertaker would make that mistake. But, you know, he took his eyes off of Roman, and he, Roman took the, the opportunity. Again, I'm still not fully sold on this match because I don't think that it could be as good as what it could be if The Undertaker was, I don't know, maybe five years younger. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying he's got to be 10, 15 years younger to compete with Roman Reigns. I'm just saying five years ago, Undertaker and Roman could have had a great match. And and I'm saying five years ago, physically, The Undertaker. Because now, five years later, man, it's just, you know, man, it's it just, you know, I'm, 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 as a fan and just a human being, I'm a little concerned with, you know, his well-being and, and just his, his, you know, what, what state of, you know, his, what condition his body may be in come this WrestleMania match when you have a young, fresh, not even hit his prime physical powerhouse that Roman Reigns is. And I know, like, we don't really see passing of the torches anymore, Alex, but I definitely think this will be one of those, at, at least not if by, by – I think we're going to see Roman – just destroy Taker. And I think the fans are going to be on his case. They're going to be on his back. And if Vince McMahon, God bless him, decides to pull the trigger and make Roman Reigns heal, I think you've got one of the biggest villains this company's had in a while coming out of that WrestleMania. I tell you what, and, and as much as, as much as, you know, I, I like Roman as, as a baby face, you know, I, I was talking about this the other day, you know, if if Roman heel turns against the Undertaker, and we we talked about it two weeks ago, and Goldberg retains the title, what better yep. person to derail Goldberg than Roman Reigns? Because it's been hinted already. Now, yeah, Roman Reigns. It's like everybody feels, oh, you know, you're you're shoving Roman Reigns down our throats, blah blah blah. Well, guess what? What about if now he gives you a reason to boo him and there's nothing you can do about it? Because it doesn't matter if, if they, they're going to they're gonna literally just hold your mouth open and make you swallow Roman Reigns day in and day out. It's not going to affect him because now that's what they want is for you guys to boo him. So they're mm-hmm. really going to have a reason to boo this man. And I still think that everybody doesn't want to see Roman as champion. You're going to see Roman as champion for a long time. In, in the heel era of Roman Reigns. So one way or the other, whether you like it or not, you're going to have to have, you know, you're going to have to get yourself ready because you're going to have an overload of Reigns one way or the other. So, Man, and that, that to me, Alex, that is a really interesting uh, situation that you put yourself in then because now you've got heel Roman as your champion. Maybe you can align him with Triple H if you want. It doesn't matter if you don't. But now you've got Roman versus Seth Rollins on the horizon. Roman versus Finn Balor on the horizon. Like, there's so many. Roman Reigns heel turn in a Roman Reigns championship down the line. Like, I I think they're sitting on, again, one of the best bad guys that they've had in a while. And I think the ironic thing is once he turns heel, the fans will, some fans will probably end up cheering him now. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, it might happen. Um, but I don't know, man. It, it's just so 
it's unpredictable to what's going to happen, but I mean, this whole, oh, it's my yard. No, it's my yard. No, it's my, uh, I, you know, I have a, I have a doghouse in the yard. No, you know what? My graveyard's here. No, it's, you know, whatever, whosever yard it is, I'm hoping that, I'm hoping someone's mowing the grass and making sure everything's taken care of. But this whole yard thing, it's, this is just shaping out for me to, to, and, and for all of us to basically see the Roman Reigns heel turn, because why are they going to keep it baby face, baby face when Undertaker's over? And again, what significance is there for an Undertaker WrestleMania match? Because he's already been defeated. So does it, does it make a difference if he wins or loses? You know, it's just what, what's he going to gain by beating Roman Reigns when Undertaker right. after WrestleMania, we're not going to see him again. So you might see him yeah, for another show or so, and then that's it. Yeah, I was gonna say, especially if we don't see Taker again for another year, because then Roman can be the heel that runs around for a year talking about how he retired the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly. But, you know what, though, Alex, I'm just thinking you you gave me an idea. Uh, you know, because you said with this match, one of the big talking points has been whose yard is it, and I'm wondering is this how we see uh, the Hardys introduced? Does Senior Benjamin show up in Reigns versus Taker? He's like, no, it's my yard. <laughs> oh man, I don't know, man. Sky's the limit, I think, at this point. So it's, it's. I don't know. I, I think we're just gonna have to wait and see, man, because it's gonna be, uh, it's gonna be very interesting. And luckily, luckily, listeners, we're gonna have a post WrestleMania pipe bomb radio that following Tuesday to discuss everything that happens. So we don't have to wait a week. Luckily, luckily, the man, the myth, the legend. Hefe, Felix Olmedo has magically had a premonition with the seven deities to have the Pipe Bomb Radio episode two days after WrestleMania. So we'll be able to talk about it then because I think that match is going to surprise us. Yeah, and the more I think about it, Alex, Felix is our own undertaker. I know that's his favorite wrestler, but now, you know, he only shows up for the big matches. He's not here week to week. He's a part-timer. We see what you're doing, Felix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything... You know, he, he hates on John Cena and all this other stuff, but uh, I think uh, you're kind of doing similar things, trying to be a part of Maybe he's going on the Dwayne Johnson approach, but I don't know if he yeah. feels that he has he has his own little slaves now to, to run his show, you know. But, hey, you know, like, we're going yeah, to do whatever like you it is. And me, like you and me, we're here every week. You know, we, we're, we're just the jabronis, but, you know, he's the big timer. He gets to come in for the big payday on these special events. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, and believe me, I see him. I see that he's putting in the work in the gym and he's training and all this other stuff. But Felix, you know, you're just sitting there building your muscle, collecting paychecks, feet on the feet on the desk while we're out here day in, day out, busting our butt, performing and what, you know, and then, and then he wants to come in, you know, he's going to be here. Hey everybody. It's, you know, the Hefe's back on the show after WrestleMania. How convenient after the biggest, one of the biggest WrestleManias coming up, here comes Felix, the return of the Felix taker, you know, or the Dunder Felix, whatever you want to call it. Here he is. So it's uh, so I'm sure everybody, there's your spoiler alert, big news flash. Expect the return of Felix a few days after WrestleMania. So we'll see how that turns out. <laughs> and he's got he's got a Elio two ends Canelo as the the heel authority figure here, cracking the whip on us. I, I know. I'm surprised our mics haven't been muted yet. <laughs> Like, oh, I don't think so. We're we're mutant crews. 
we're muting him right now. You know, <laughs> mics can start going out. Speaking about muting microphones, Mick Foley resigning, well, actually, uh, well, was about to resign and gets fired. I mean, Raw, Raw's been crazy. I mean, Raw's been real crazy. You know, I know we've been jumping back and forth between SmackDown and Raw, but, I mean, obviously you have, who, who do you think is going to be the new GM? I mean, th- there's going to have to be one appointed eventually. And, uh, and you know, you have obviously this whole thing with Seth Rollins and Triple H going on. So, I mean, let's touch on that. It's going to be interesting because you would think that we would get one maybe the night after WrestleMania. Uh, and I, I wonder how they'll tie into the authority because obviously, you know, you got Triple H in a prominent, more prominent role now. You got Stephanie there as the commissioner. So I'm assuming whoever they bring in would that uh, is like kowtowing to the authority. So maybe we get the return of corporate Kane. <laughs> Oh, Lord. No, 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 no. Not at all. There's, there's just no way. No way. <laughs> it can't happen. It cannot happen. You don't don't say that. Don't don't do that. Tell me you did not just say that. Not corporate Kane. Do a realistic here. Oh, who, who, who no. you got in mind? Because it's got to be it's got to be somebody that that I think can be an effective kind of foil for people like a Sami Zayn or, or a, a Bailey, like somebody that we really got to hate. I mean, dude, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you, do you think it's going to be that route or are we going to see Hulk Hogan come back or, you know, I mean, I don't know. Oh, I don't no, know. I'd, like... I'd rather see Corporate Kane in that role than Hulk Hogan, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, as, oh, as, a, as a fan of uh, TNA and Impact, I already figure. Maybe it'll be Dixie Carter. Wow. <laughs> maybe, maybe that, yeah, maybe that's the deal they, that they signed so the Hardys could go to the WWE. Dixie had to get another job. Right, right, <laughs> right. Um, so you. Oh, wait it, a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Maybe, and and I'm just I'm just spitballing here because I, I don't have any inside information. But you, we joked about Dixie, but uh, what about Eric Bischoff? Ooh, I mean, oh, he is inducting uh, DDP into the Hall of Fame, but yeah, do you, do you really think that I mean Ben Eric Bischoff would be back for something like this? I mean, you know, I mean we've already seen it before, so why why are we kind of kind of going back to old old ways? You know, they want to talk about new and futuristic. I don't know, I don't know. That's that's you know, it's a possibility, you know, but. I mean, hell, it could be Kurt Angle. I know it's not, hopefully it's not Kurt Angle, but um, hey, you, I don't know. I could I could see that though. I could see Kurt Angle because obviously he's getting inducted in the Hall of Fame, and I think he wants to gear up for one more match. So what better way to say? But yeah, it's 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 a tough one, man. I, I don't know. I don't know who exactly is, you know, is going to take the spot, but I mean. Right now, obviously, you want to talk about authority figures, Triple H, and, and this Seth Rollins thing has been getting kind of more hectic. And, you know, obviously there's going to be a big contract signing next next week, and if Rollins shows up and signs it, then that match is going to be on at WrestleMania. I, I don't know how you feel about this, Alex, and I want to get your opinion as uh, somebody that actually does this for a living because as a fan, I definitely want to see the match because I think it's – 
one of the better built matches they have. But as somebody that con- is concerned about Seth Rollins, the person and the Seth Rollins that we'll get to see for the next five or 10 years in the ring, I kind of think he should skip this one. You think he should skip it? I, not as a fan. Obviously, as a fan, I want to see the match. But just thinking long-term, like for the long-term health and longevity of his career, it's like, mm, like how, how, how many matches are you, like, are you, are you putting yourself at, at further risk by, by coming back so soon? Yeah, I, I mean, I understand, and, and I just, you know, it's just so tough, man, when you really think about it. Like, I think if this, were not, if this weren't WrestleMania, I think it wouldn't be a question that he's skipping. But I think when you add that brand of WrestleMania, it makes the decision a whole hell of a lot tougher. Right, right. And and it's just one of those things, man, that, that yeah, it's WrestleMania, so why are you going to miss the second one in a row? I think yeah. Seth Rollins is going to be in in a, a good enough condition to wrestle come WrestleMania. But then again, you got to look at it that obviously as a worker, Triple H, man, he's just going to target that knee the entire time, the entire match. So, you know, what is that going to do to Seth Rollins? Is that going to put him out? Is Seth Rollins going to win? You just don't know. And, you know, what, what physical condition is Seth Rollins going to be in? We don't know. And we don't know if, if Triple H is going to target that knee again next week, you know? So it's just one of those situations where now at this point, we're getting close to WrestleMania. Is it going to affect the longevity of Rollins' career? We don't know. But this match has such a significance because think about it. You know, Triple H picked Seth Rollins as the future and literally gave him the permission to use his finisher. So you literally have pedigree versus yeah. pedigree. But I'm hoping at WrestleMania we get to see the curb stomp. Because it would just be appropriate and fitting. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying, and I, I tend to agree. Like, you can't miss Mania. Uh, and I think maybe even if Triple H is targeting at me, it's probably better that he's facing Triple H and not somebody like Brock, because Brock, <laughs> Brock would rip his damn leg off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're Brock, right. About Brock that is one. like Honey Badger. Honey, Honey Badger don't care, and Brock don't care. Yeah. Hey, I mean, and, and I agree. You know, but you know, let's well, here we go. Let's 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 just. I mean, since you said it, let's go ahead and just ease on into Goldberg and Lesnar. How you feeling about it now that we're twelve <laughs> days away? Mm. This is gonna be interesting, man. You talk about. Goldberg and Brock, and I think I want, like I want I want Goldberg to win for the reasons that we talked about. Like I think you could set up a really great feud with him and Roman coming out of WrestleMania. Like so, I, I want Goldberg to win, but I think Brock will win. I think Brock's gonna win with gonna walk out of uh, Orlando with the title. You think so? I, and, and, I, I just think Brock's gonna. So, if Brock Lesnar does win, what angle do we see going forward? What, what, who, who's going to challenge Brock Lesnar for that title? Who is, do, do you think, then do you think 
we might not see a Roman Reigns heel turn and we see another well, Roman versus Brock thing. I mean, exactly. That's, to me, that's the big problem. If you don't turn with the belt, we've got heel Brock as champion, so they probably won't turn Roman, which means we'll get Roman and Goldberg again, and that didn't really work well the last time. Like, people weren't into either guy, I don't think. Yeah, you know, it's just one of those things, man, that we, we keep we keep thinking about it, we keep talking about it, and we, we go back and forth, and, you know, it's just, you know, I don't know, man. I, I just, at this point, I keep thinking about this, this match and w- what way is it going to go, but, again, look, it's, I don't know if I'm putting my foot in my mouth just because of how I feel from a worker's point of view, but also as a fan, but also as a businessman, understand Brock Lesnar's making money. I get it. Yeah. You're in a business. You have a part-time contract to make really good money. Look, I'm sure if any of us can have that kind of luxury, we would take it. But for the guys that are there each and every week, you know, it. it I, I just don't see the point. I think Goldberg isn't going to be able to fulfill more of a, of a frequent appearing contract and, and a storyline than Brock Lesnar, who, I mean, I mean, think about Brock Lesnar's last title run. We went about a month, you know, mm-hmm. if I can remember, where that WWE title was not on TV for about a month, you know, and and that that is horrible. That that is, it hurts the company. You know, I think that's when Miz. I, I don't know if it was Miz who had the 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 U.S. title at the time or whatever, and that was literally the only title being. Defended and they were showing. Oh, it was irrelevant. I can't remember if that was if that was correct or not. But I mean, still, there was only y- your mid card title was was like the main title because the other one was nowhere to be seen, you know. And and I yeah, just think well, that, that right that's now when, uh, that's when Cena was doing the U.S. Open Challenge because that was really basically the biggest title on the show because Brock, like you said, Brock was never around. Right. Okay. Yeah. You you are right. And and why are we going to go back to that? Because you know it just. Brock Lesnar is. I feel. I feel people. If people really want to start talking about spoon feeding and force feeding, we're keep. They keep force feeding Brock Lesnar to all of us when he literally should not be in any title picture. Because okay, we get it. You're the beast incarnate, but you can't be there every week to defend a title yep. or, or have a, some kind of storyline. So there's just way too much other talent that deserves the the, the, the you know the main event spot and. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, Brock, Brock's the main eventer and he deserves it. Yes, he's a main eventer, but not for a title that has to be defended each and every week or at least on mm-hmm. TV each and every week. You know, I mean, you got guys like Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins and Goldberg and you got, you know, all this other talent on Raw and you're going to just possibly, you know, we, we could potentially see Brock Lesnar win the title again. I mean, you know, and, the, and then what? And then what? So... Um, I just don't know how I feel about it, man. Because if Brock wins, then who's going to take the belt? How long are we going to have to deal with this? You know, does that mean Goldberg? I mean, Roman Reigns stays a babyface, and you know, and and he he pursues the title. Because realistically, who else is going to take it from Brock Lesnar right now? You know, it's just so. It's just, man, I have no idea. Hey, well, to me, Brock should be what the Undertaker was for like the last seven, eight years. Like, he should still be a main eventer, but he really shouldn't be involved in the title picture. He can still right. have big matches, 
but he shouldn't be the main focus of your title. But in terms of who he can face, I have a crazy theory that I've been talking with some uh, listeners about online, and I'm, I'm going to run it by you see how you like this, Alex. All right. All right. <clears throat> so so uh, on SmackDown, we've got AJ versus Shane. Shane at WrestleMania. But because of the, the beef they got, Shane's like, hey, I got to trade this dude. So he trades Shane to Raw for somebody. I mean, he trades AJ to Raw for somebody. AJ now is kind of by default your biggest baby face on Raw. So how about AJ Styles versus Brock Lesnar? How does that float your boat? And watch Brock Lesnar potentially put AJ Styles on the shelf for a few years? No, I, I, I wouldn't like it. <laughs> don't like that one. <laughs> No, don't like it at all. Not not at all. Because, again, it, you know, I don't think any any guy at the level of AJ Styles should have to deal with the potential life-threatening injuries that comes with wrestling <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Um, well, well but, hold on, hold on. Well, I, I, AJ, I can see what you're saying, because AJ is just a man, Brother Cruz. But what if we have Brock, right. the, the beast incarnate, take on a returning demon? Uh, how about that? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's Brock possible, man. That, that, how you like that one? Yeah. Wait, hang on. So apparently we got a we got a caller coming in. So let's let's see if we got anybody. Maybe we got somebody with some opinions on WrestleMania. You know, we'll see. All right. So let's see. Let's see who we got here. Elio is, is giving us the word. Are they on? Hey. Hey, who we got calling? Hey, this is Adam from Mississippi. What's up, Adam? How's it going, dude? I'm all right, man. How's it going, Alex? Good, good. A very good friend of mine. Very good friend of mine, Nate. Hey, what's going on, brother? Not much, man. Over here watching SmackDown. I'm a little late. (laughs) I hear you, man. I hear you. (laughs) So, man, we're talking WrestleMania. Right now we're currently on talking about the the WWE Universal title picture. You know, uh, did you have any comments or opinions on it, or did you have anything else you wanted to talk about WrestleMania? Man. What, what do you think about that that universal title picture, man? Uh, man, I don't know. Honestly, I don't think you needed a title on Goldberg. This big match, you really didn't. Mm. I just feel like it's just taken away from Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, you know, he busted his ass all year to deserve that title, and you know, you just take it away from him at you know biggest show of the year. You know, I don't agree with that, but. You know, it is what it is. So do you feel do you feel with them taken away? But, I mean, are you interested in this Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho match? I mean, do you feel that the match is booked correctly? Do you feel that, that, that it's got potential to, to entertain at WrestleMania? I mean, yeah, it's going to be a good match regardless, you know. But I just feel like it was just put on the back burner after they took the title away from Owens. But, um, you know, it's still going to be a good match. And, um I don't know who I see coming out on top of this one. Well, so so the big debate that Nate and I were just having and the big talk that we were having is if Brock Lesnar wins the title, 
what does that do for the future of, of, of Raw right now? I mean, uh, we were just talking about, remember last time that, that, that he held the title, he went off t- he was off t- for about a month and we didn't even see a WWE championship. So, you know, who's going to be the guy to step up against Brock Lesnar if he did, if he does win, you know, what, what's going to happen? You know, I mean, what, who could potentially unseat him, you know, could, could it be Finn Balor? But I mean, what, I mean, what are we going to, what's in store for us if Brock Lesnar does win this title? Man, um, I've been saying this since last year, but I think they've been building a Braun Strowman for a long time just to potentially have him go against Brock Lesnar. Because if you look at the roster, he's kind of look he's he's running out of opponents to have to to you know right have matches with. So I think they was building a Strowman for Lesnar, but that means yeah. Strowman's gonna take the title off him. I think you know he still loses, but it's still a good match. And I think whoever takes that title off Lesnar is going to get a huge rub. Whoever that is, whether it be Balor, Samoa Joe, you know, whoever it is, they're going to get a huge rub. So, you know, whoever that is, you know, is going to probably get a big push. And I'm thinking it's going to be Balor, even though I think he's too small to get in the ring with him. But that could be the, the Cinderella story that he needs to turn into the demon to defeat, defeat and conquer the beast, I guess. Yeah, I, I think so because his first night on Raw, you know, he won the Universal Title, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him Brock Lesnar and he took it off him. So that's probably the way they might go with it. Do you think, Nate? I, I like that one because I, I think that again, like you said, you know, he's he's kind of got to go to a, another level to take on his beast, and what better way to do that than to bring out that demon persona? And it, it, I think it'd be a pretty interesting match. Uh, and it would it would give Finn a a huge huge uh, boost huge. In, in terms of of, of status coming off of a win against Brock Lesnar. Like I think I think that's that's a really interesting way to go. Huge, yeah, huge, yeah. huge. It's just everyone's waiting to see how they're gonna how Finn Balor is gonna return because everybody knows he's doing live shows right now. So uh, we all know that he's back in that aspect, but he's not back on TV yet. So we're waiting to see how they're gonna utilize him. Are we gonna see him at WrestleMania? Are we gonna see him next week? Are we gonna see him the the, the day after WrestleMania, which is very likely? Um, but but when you look at the Braun Strowman comment, you know it's just really funny because I you know I'm having a little bit of a brain fart because some, this happened to somebody else, but. You got Braun Strowman undefeated, and you got this monster. And, and don't get me wrong, it took everything out of Roman Reigns to defeat Braun Strowman. But is now is Braun Strowman now beatable? Is is he now not as tough as what he used to be? So obviously he's a monster. And if if you if he stays as a heel, why would they do Strowman versus why would they do Strowman versus Lesnar? Even also after the fact that Strowman already lost the match, so it's not like he's in a number one contendership. So, um, you know, do you feel that the credibility that they were building up, you know, Braun Strowman was kind of buried now because he's been defeated? You know, I know you can only go so long with it, but, uh, but I mean, yeah, okay, so it's understandable it's Roman Reigns, so it is a guy that that mm-hmm. is at the level to beat him, but... What are your mm-hmm. thoughts? Do you think Braun Strowman is as big of a threat as he was a couple of weeks ago before he lost? Yeah, I think so. I think he still is. Nate, what do you think? I think so, too. I think, to me, 
and he's gotten this amazing push, and, and they've done a great job of building this dude up from what he was a year ago. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I don't think he's quite at that main event level yet. So, like, I think a great place for Braun to kind of fit in is, I don't know whether you, you have uh, Owens or Jericho, probably Owens coming out with the U.S. title after WrestleMania. I think Strowman and Owens could probably put on a good little feud. And, and you know, Braun's been getting babyface reactions lately. And I don't know if, if the fans are actually into him or if it's just because he's facing Roman Reigns, but a babyface monster versus Kevin Owens isn't the worst uh, United States title feud. Interesting. See, I think it would be the opposite. I think Strowman will get the pops and Lesnar will get booed. Yeah, I think I think mm. Lesnar's already getting booed already. So, I mean, uh, come, come anybody else. Uh, I mean, it's only a matter of time before people get tired of seeing, you know, Brock Lesnar being forced down our throats and, and these title shots that just make no sense. And then, you know, hopefully <laughs> – uh, I'm just hoping that Goldberg comes out on top, and you know maybe maybe we see a uh, a Roman Reigns heel turn and takes the title from Goldberg, and then Roman Reigns is just becomes this unhinged animal, and you know it sets up for something else. You know it's you know now now we'll give it'll give people a reason to boo Roman Reigns and hate him, and there's nothing that anybody can do about it at that point. So, but. Let's 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 move on. Let's 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 get one more uh one more match prediction with from uh from someone else's point of view. Let's let's talk. All right. So we have a big women's match. We'll, we'll let you pick. Do you want to talk the women's title picture or the wonderful tag team title picture, or we can talk. <laughs> oh Lord, here we go with the tag teams again. Or or do we talk? In a, um, I'm sorry. Um, uh, U.S. title, you know, I mean, which which one are we going with? Well, I'll say women's. All right, so women's title. It's now become a fatal four-way. Sasha Banks, Bailey, Charlotte, and now just added after defeating the women's champion, Bailey, Nia Jax. Who do you have and why? Well, I'm going to go off with the process of elimination here. Nia Jax, no way. She's not ready for it yet. So she's out of it. Then you got Charlotte. She had her moment last year. I doubt she gets it again. Then you got Bailey and Sasha Banks. You know, Sasha Banks wasn't even on roll last week or a month, yesterday on Monday. So I don't know what's going on with her momentum. And... I don't know. I think they're really behind Bailey right now. I think she gets that WrestleMania moment, and she comes out on top, and she keeps the title. All right, sounds good, man. Well, look, we appreciate you having on. Apparently, uh, having you on and your opinions. We have a couple of the callers calling in, man. So we uh, we appreciate your uh, your input, and we'll uh, talk to you soon, man. All right, Cruz, stay up, my guy. Right. <laughs> appreciate, it, man. Take care. <laughs> All right, we got uh, someone area code five oh eight. Elio, are they on? Let's see if they're still hanging in there. Man, I think I think we're 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 poking the bear here, man. I think five oh eight's all the way in Massachusetts. Oh, the number dropped. Mm. The number dropped. I don't know, Nate. We're 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 striking some nerves with people or we're 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 uh we're making things happen. So I don't know. I think we're a lot of, a lot of listener fans coming in. They 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 on the line trying to get through. 
about to get F5, just something through the phone. Like, no, 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 you can't talk about the beast like that. No, not at all. So, but yeah, man, no, I, that, that, that is a good point, man. I mean, he's, you know, he had a very good point with the, the women's match. I mean, I, I, I don't see Nia Jax as the one, uh, as, as the one, you know, I don't see her coming out on top. Um, you know, I don't know. Do you do you think that we might start seeing a a Charlotte Flair WrestleMania streak come alive now that her pay per view streak is over? Or, you know, do we see because she is technically one to know at WrestleMania? But yeah. do do we, do we see possible? Who knows, man? We very well could see uh, Sasha Banks maybe win in a surprise. But I, I as much as I would like to see Bailey win. I, I don't know, man. The, the the card is stacked against her big time. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think the 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 thing with Bailey though is she makes a much better underdog, and I think she's a better character when she's chasing the title. So I think I think she'll lose at WrestleMania, but she'll you know she'll probably uh, start to chase over and win it back eventually down the road. Uh, I think adding Nia to the match is a good move, uh, not only because I'm a uh, a huge fan of Nia Jax, but I think, you know, whatever weaknesses she has in the ring, you can kind of hide them in the four-way, and she can get some really cool power spots in. Uh, so I think it comes down to Charlotte or Sasha to walk out with the title. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's that's so a... We just, like, we yeah, just had I that feel... feud with Bailey, so I think Sasha is going to come out and we get a Sasha-Bailey feud with maybe a heel, Sasha Banks? I, I don't know. Yeah, that you know what? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I, I still do think that the the women's division on Raw needs to be spiced up a little bit because yeah. I, I'm I'm still you know as much as I'm enjoying it, I'm still really uh really into the whole SmackDown because you know I think Alexa Bliss is doing a great job and and, and I really like her. Uh, she's also really great to look at. But uh, but you know you got Becky Lynch, you got Nikki Bella, you got Carmella, you got yep. uh, Natalia, you got you know there's just so many people and we still and, have and that. you've got Oscar right now who's uh, on the SmackDown Live tour, so Oscar could be coming up after WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I totally agree as well. But you know, and, and everybody keeps forgetting because that's 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 exactly what they want. They're throwing all these women right now, but we keep on forgetting. Hey, Naomi, I truly yep. believe that she will be back for WrestleMania in her hometown because, as we remember, Daniel Bryan said, you know, if you can't defend the title within a thirty-day period, they got to drop it. But they didn't yep. say that she was going to be out for anything longer than that. Um, I think we'll see her back at WrestleMania, and she'll regain her title then. I agree. I think that'll, that that'll be a really cool way to kind of bring her story full circle and have that big moment when she does her entrance in Orlando. Uh, I think she'll win. And like you said, man, SmackDown, I think the the quality of the women on Raw in terms of in-ring is probably better, but there's not as much depth as there is on SmackDown. Right, exactly. uh, there's so much depth on SmackDown. You know, you added Mickie James to the mix. You got Natalia there. Like, I... I really like what they've done with the women on SmackDown, so I'm, I'm looking forward to see what they do at WrestleMania. Yep, I totally agree. Um, what? So let's see. So we got that match going. We talked a little bit about Bray, and, and we talked a little bit about Bray and Orton. 
What about jumping to SmackDown? I mean, because obviously, I, I mean, I guess we'll save the best for last and talk tag team at the end. But um, <laughs> <laughs> what about so? What about your thoughts? I just saw it and I just lost it. Um, oh man, I just had it in my head. Oh yeah, Baron Corbin and Dean Ambrose. How do you feel about that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, why is why is it this a forklift match? Oh man. Uh. <laughs> uh, Come on, man! Like they, Come on, give it to me! Give it to me! These are two performers that I think are are, are capable. The past year, but I'm not interested in this feud at all. And this is the second year in a row where Dean Ambrose has a WrestleMania feud that I'm not uh, I'm not too hyped about. I mean, yeah. you know. Honestly, I think um, I think realistically, man, huh, Dean Ambrose does. I, I might be a really cool match. You know, I, I think Baron Corbin's a little underrated because I've seen him. Look, he's had some great matches, and um, his match with uh, Orton tonight was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. You know, um, I truly feel like yeah, it was a good match. Baron Corbin's been performing lately. He's got the ability. Um, but, uh, you know, again, man, you know, it's just one of those things where, you know, is it going to live up to the hype? Because, you, you know, it's just so hard, man. You know, it's so hard to – because we've been just – we've been dealing with a lot of with a lot of Dean Ambrose, and, you know, we've been getting a lot of it. But there's only so much you can do. And this angle is, like, cool and all, but it, it's just, again – I think Baron Corbin really has to step it up. I think they'll be able to have a cool match, and I hope I hope they can make something work. You know, but you know, I, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt, and I think they'll they'll both come through in WrestleMania. We might see a little bit of a crazy unhinged lunatic fringe, and you'll see some uh, a dark mean side of Baron Corbin that we might need to see. You know, I just feel that he needs to do something to establish himself as more of a monster right. that he wants to portray. Well, and this is also a match, Alex, though, that I think might end up suffering because we've got so much on this show already. Like, we've already got 12 matches, and we'll probably have, like, an hour pre-show or whatever. Uh, And so I think this is a match that might get lost in the show. Yeah. But at the end of it, like, once the night is over, I don't think this is going to be a match that people really remember, no matter how good it is, I don't think. And, and on top of that, I mean, don't forget, we do have the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which leaves yeah. a door open for all the other superstars who didn't make the show. I mean, could we see Finn Balor in that? You know, I mean, I don't know what kind of significance that would do for his career, but, I mean, we, we don't know who's going to be in it, who's going to step up, who's going to come out. I mean, it's it's crazy, man. We, we, we know we know Mojo Rawley's in it. I think he's got to be your, fa- your favorite right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, please no. Oh, for the love of God! Just please, just just tell me you did not just say that as well. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine that one? Can you, can you imagine being stuck with that? Oh, oh well. Anyway, so, honestly, um, I think the uh, Andre, I think the Andre Battle Royal is gonna go one or two ways. I think either it's like Big Show's oh, last strong. big WrestleMania moment. Or I think this is uh, the spot where Strowman really gets to shine. One of the, one of those two. 
I think so. I think they're going to give that to Braun Strowman. It just makes sense if they do. You know, I think he, he has the potential to win this. So if, if they give him the opportunity, I think he's going to come out on top on this one. Yeah. So, and then, oh, I, I know we're not really missing anybody else, but, oh, the tag team division on both shows. What <laughs> is going on? <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, dude, I, so you got to. After, after the night, though, Alex, I'm more interested in SmackDown's match than uh, Raw's match. Yeah, yeah, I, I am too, because I think it's going to be the Usos versus uh, American Alpha at WrestleMania for the titles. That's when they're going to invoke that rematch clause. It would be silly to do it next week. And that, that's a that's a feud they've been building up for a while now, ever since the brand split. So, like, I'm I'm into that match, but the three way for the Raw title, like, I I could care less. <laughs> yeah, and. and- and the New Day, you know, obviously they're the host and they're not in it, so I just feel that they're lacking a little bit there. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, you know, I, you know, yeah, I'm not, the Raw match, you know, it is what it is. I think, I think, look, the Usos and American Alpha had a great match tonight. It was entertaining. Yeah. The crowd loved it, and I can only imagine what they're going to do at WrestleMania. So, but we shall see in twelve days. Yeah, twelve twelve days. The clock is ticking. We we are uh, we've got one more, one more uh, stop before the uh, way, man. I'm 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 actually excited for this one. Like I said, uh, when we started, I'm I'm more excited for this year's show than I was for last year. And I think I think despite it being a super long show, like I, I think it's gonna be a good uh, good show uh, at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, I agree as well, man. So, but I think we pretty much covered all of WrestleMania for the most part, and and uh, you know we'll we'll see what happens in a matter of twelve days. I think it's going to be an interesting one. We're going to see a lot of people step up, and you know, hopefully, you know, there's some surprises in there. And we always love surprise returns. I can't wait to hear Kurt Angle's music hit. Uh, I would love to see him next week. Usually, if I can remember. The, the Raw before WrestleMania, they usually bring out all the the Hall of Fame inductees. Man, would I love to see Kurt Angle's music hitting him come out, man. <laughs> so, this is, I feel like Hall of Fame, man, uh, shout out to the Rock and Roll Express, uh, the yeah. latest uh, in, inductees. And, uh, man, I can't act like Jim Cornette doing their induction speech. Like, I never thought I'd see uh, Cornette doing business with the WWE again. So I, th- I think that's going to be a highlight of uh, the Hall of Fame ceremony. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I thought that was a really cool thing, and I'm looking to see what happens with that, man. So um, so much to look forward to, man. It's one of the best times of the year. Everyone's like, oh, Super Bowls are great. No, man, there's nothing better, nothing like WrestleMania season. So I'm very excited about that. Absolutely. All right, well, hey, so if you want to play the song, oh, so we had we had to we, to we had to breathe <laughs> after all that tag team excitement. Ooh, we had to man. decompress. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. I'm telling you, that, that tag team segment it literally took our breath away. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, oh, yeah, real wait, quick, wait, uh, wait. Alex. Yo, we we did forget we did forget kind of one. I mean, we, we didn't really touch on it much. But you have John Cena, Nikki Bella, Miz, and Maurice. 
I think the storyline buildup's been pretty cool. I thought the reenactment of Total Bellas with uh, with Miz yeah. and Maurice was pretty lame. Even though there were some parts that were kind of funny, I still think it was, it was a little like, lame. Miz does a but, good Cena impression. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. He does. I'll give him that. Um, but <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, wh- whichever way the ball turns, I think John Cena is going to be proposing to Nikki Bella at WrestleMania. I I, I hope that. I hope Nikki has no idea and, you know, they keep on hitting this whole ring thing because I know we've seen it on, on the, the episodes where obviously she's dropped hints and Cena's like, oh, you know, I don't want to get married. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. I think it's going to happen at WrestleMania no matter if it's a win or loss. So that's that's my prediction there. Yeah, I, I think they'll probably win and then we'll get the proposal afterwards and, and she'll say yes and maybe we'll have Bree come out and, and maybe Daniel Bryan will come out and lead the yes chance and they'll have their – their big WrestleMania moment, and it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, man. So, but anyway, go ahead. Before I had the brain fart on that. <laughs> I mean, I know you had to get that in. You being being the big romantic that you are. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, but uh, for the listeners out there, uh, brother Cruz, I know we talked a little bit about what we've been doing for. Uh, you got anything coming up? Uh, anything yeah, so, on on the horizon you want to promote to the people? Uh, let let them know what's going on. Man, yeah, I'm I'm very excited right now. We got um coming up in five days. Well, we'll start with four because we have I'll be in Norcross, Georgia, right outside Atlanta this Saturday for Ooh. the Mucha Lucha Atlanta meet and greet where we're going to be out there in the evening just doing. Uh, meeting with the fans and, and, you know, just taking pictures and hanging out and getting to talk to everybody before the big show. And then uh, that Sunday, March 26th, Mucha Lucha Atlanta 11. It's going to be a great show. Uh, the card is stacked. You got Dr. Wagner Jr. You got Pagano. You got Ray, Ray Horace, a.k.a. Dragon Azteca, Mr. 450, Pentagon Jr. Um, all those guys are going to be there. Um, I'm going one-on-one with Serpentico yet, yet again. And I can't wait to finish this once and for all. And then, and then obviously, I have a I have a huge huge schedule in April. Um, I'm going to be hitting Orlando, Florida, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Saint Augusta, Mississippi. I'll be at home in Shamet, Louisiana, Alberta, Alabama, Gulfport, Mississippi, Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, so I'm going to be everywhere in the month of April. But but I know those are dates were a lot to take in at the moment. So this is where I make it easy. Here comes the punchline. Go ahead and follow me on all <laughs> social media at Alex Cruz Nation, A-L-E-X-C-R-U-Z-N-A-T-I-O-N. That is for Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, all the other grams, all the other gram crackers and everything else. You want to know my schedule? Follow me online. Follow me at social media. You'll see my schedule on there. And hopefully, you know, if I don't know you and you guys listen to the show and I'm in a place near you, please stop by, say hello, and I will be more than happy to meet and hang out with everybody, chit-chat in person at a show. And as for myself, I'm going to turn it over to you, Nate, the man of a thousand podcasts. Go ahead and tell us what's coming up for you. Ah, you like that, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could I could go with that uh, with that title. Maybe have like the trunks Dean Malenko used to have with a thousand on my backside. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah it's a lot going on here for me of course other than pipe bomb radio i've got a show 
called Clotheslines and Headlines on the Place to Be Nation Network, uh, which comes out every other week. So uh, we'll be back this coming Wednesday with our WrestleMania preview. So you can hear me on Clotheslines and Headlines before Mania and then come back two days after Mania and hear me here on Pipe Bomb Radio. Uh, this week we've also got the fourth anniversary show for the Kings of Sport, myself and, and Marcus Vandenberg. Uh, four years, and uh, we've, we've got some surprise guests. Uh, got some surprise guests in, in store, and we're going to talk some March Madness, of course, as well as some other uh, nonsense that you come to expect from the longest-running uh, independent sports program produced and hosted by two African-Americans not affiliated with a major network. Uh, see, Michael Cole's <laughs> not the only one that can make up long titles. Uh, <laughs> nice. uh, and uh, if you want to find out more about what I'm doing or get my opinion on sports or wrestling or politics, you can follow me on Twitter in the number eight, M-O-Z-A-I-K, at Nate Mosaic on Twitter. Uh, and I guess before we get out of here, Brother Cruz uh, wanted to send prayers and thoughts to uh, the Ross family. Uh, Jim Ross, obviously one of the greatest voices in, in, our, in, in the history of wrestling. Uh, his wife got into an accident this morning and uh, – I guess she was in surgery, and, and so Jim Ross tweeted uh, earlier today, you know, she's in surgery, and, uh, you know, uh, prayers and, and thoughts and, and good vibes are, are, are appreciated. So uh, if you're a praying person, if you're a person of faith, uh, send one up tonight for uh, Jim Ross's wife. Amen. Amen to that. So I guess I guess it's we, – we, we don't have anything else to do here this week, brother, but uh, take this take this show home. Yep. Hey, and, and as as always, man, you know it's been a pleasure. I enjoyed, you know, we another big thanks to Angel Rose, uh, to, to our guest callers, uh, to the 508 area code that dropped. Hopefully, you call in two weeks from now, and to the listeners. Look, <laughs> remember this, and and when we we're going to tell you guys very clearly, the Brock Lesnar of Pipe Bomb Radio, Mister. Or, or the the Undertaker, the 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 Under Felix of Pipe Bomb Radio will return after the big WrestleMania show, and he's going to be here for the, the big Pipe Bomb <laughs> Radio show in two weeks, and then we probably won't see him again until SummerSlam. So, yep. um, <laughs> and and you're going to have his his hardworking slave monkeys here that we are. Uh, we will be here every each and every Pipe Bomb Radio show, delighting your ears with the smooth melodies of our voices. But again, it's been a pleasure, Nate. I, I look forward to this every other week. It's always fun to just chit-chat and, you know, catch up with, with other people that we don't get to talk to on a daily basis. But, you know, we get to catch up on, on current events with wrestling and just anything in general. So it's always good to talk and hang out and, you know, just have good laughs and good times, right? Absolutely, brother. And I want to obviously send a shout-out to our producer, the third man uh, tonight. Yeah. Elio two ends Canella for all his hard work and, and keeping AKA this show on the, the air. Backbone, the backbone. Yes. Pipe the, the, bomb radio. Mentioned Felix will be back on our next episode following WrestleMania. He is our version of he since he's El Jefe. He's got like a mariachi band that plays his entrance. Like uh-huh. it's very, you, very you tough. hear you hear a gong? And then you hear the mariachis play, and there he comes, <laughs> like dong. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how it is. 
Oh yeah, now I need I need somebody to just create uh, Felix entrance and send it to us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, El Jefe will be back in two weeks when we do our post WrestleMania show. Talk about, oh, yeah. and I'm sure you, you you guys will want to get into the conversation as well. So we look forward to that. Uh, but that's going to do it for this week's edition of Pipe Bomb Radio. Uh, good talking to you as always, brother Cruz. And uh, let's let's do it again it. in two weeks, my friend. You got it, my man. So for the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz, I am the Godfather, Nate Milton. And in the words of our fearless leader, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. And we'll see you next time on Pipe Bomb Radio. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night, brother. Later, man.